and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Amanda Duberman. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which, which is, is us. us. Today we're talking about AOC's haircut. An impeachment update. And a scandal involving Elizabeth Warren. <gasps> Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. <laughs> You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hi, Amanda. Hi, Elise. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. What a day. I know. Today is beautiful. Today's lovely. Yeah. Yesterday was like a very sad rainy day where like I had planned to do all these things and no. instead I just made like slow cooker meat. Yeah. <laughs> but today I, I've been out and activity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was. I was home for Yom Kippur and it was like the perfect day to just light a candle and not leave the house. That way. Yeah. I feel like actually yesterday's weather had Yom Kippur energy. A hundred percent. Yes. Just like just sit and don't move. <laughs> don't expend any energy. Um, so, other than the beautiful weather today, what's been getting you through this week? Oh, man. So in you, Trump's America. In Trump's America. Um, so we're going to talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's hair. Not because we want to, but because we have to. <laughs> it's normally sexist to discuss people's appearance, but we didn't start this. No. We didn't start it. We're just finishing it. Yeah. So last <laughs> night, you sent me the story this morning. Last night, the Washington Times reported, really important reporting. Yeah. That Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, freshman senator, or oh, I wish, freshman house member yeah. from New York. From Someday Queen, senator. Some, right, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Got a $300 hair, I, I wrote hair job, because she yeah, got a I haircut, was, uh, and <laughs> everyone's like, it's a $300 haircut. She got some low lights too. Yeah, she got Girl a cut in color. She, she, went, she got her hair done. Yeah. Like the thing that we're also, if you do that, that like, you know, you're like, kind of supposed to go like four times a year, but you do it like once or twice. Yeah. She went. I guess this publication sort of I don't know if somebody was like staked out saw her go I think to a yeah. place called the last tangle last tangle salon respect love that and must have looked at their menu of options and calculated how much this hair job would have cost <laughs> hair job makes me laugh <laughs> I know, it's like, hair yeah. job reminds me of you know the thing that uh like the avatars did to each other in, in avatar. I be, yeah I feel like that's, yeah, that's, a hair job. that's a, it's funny because it's like we already go out of our way not to say blow job. Yeah. We say blow out. Yes. I think hair. <laughs> hair job makes me laugh. And yeah, it's good to be thinking about Avatar together. now that they are making five more That's Avatars true. for some reason. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and, of course, the react. I, they were framing this like she's a socialist. How could she spend $300 on a haircut? Because I don't know what she was supposed to do with that instead. Donate it to the yes. government? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, true socialists pull their hair out themselves. Yes, right. Uh, they cut it with their, their sickle. They, they take it off. Uh, I, they, they try to do this with her all the time. Like yeah. there was that time she had on like a professional looking outfit. Yes. And there were, there was like, wow, that coat doesn't well, look like a good girl who struggles or whatever. And it's like, first of all, y'all don't know the beauty of Marshalls. You or, can get designer work attire for very cheap like it's always it's always dudes who don't know how much it costs to be a woman right oh of course they don't have a vague idea there's so much sexism even when they just that like women dare spend their money yes on things that they consider frivolous but also for somebody like aoc whether you choose to perform femininity in your day-to-day life like yeah she's a member of the house like 
I think that she probably considers it part of her job. She would be yeah. slayed if she didn't look put together. That's exactly what I was about to say. She was Imagine. walking around like Bernie Sanders. Forget about it. Yes. He's also rich. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I have. OK, well, I'm going to say one thing to that. And then I'm going to say put out a conspiracy theory about Bernie Sanders hair. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is that they would if she showed up with bad hair. They would go crazy on her. It would be every meme would be like, oh why does God, Alexandria yeah. Ocasio-Cortez's hair look like shit? Her roots are coming in. Like if she looked bad, one of the things that infuriates them about her is that she doesn't look bad. Yeah, that's like, true. Like they wish she looked bad. Second of all, here's my conspiracy theory about Bernie's hair. I think it's very perfectly white and toned in a very nice way that I think that he probably like does a toner. Yeah, to he keep and Trey it out. Yeah, because he has. Oh, it is very white. It's very white, and he had dark hair as a youth. Theory. I think that's. He had dark hair as a youth, and I feel like men with darker hair opinion. usually go like a little like yeah, they get even. Patchy. Obviously, Bernie's very old, but it's like yeah, pat, like there's like a grayer tinge yeah. there, and so no. I feel that Bernie's using a toner, and I think that's fine for him. It's fine. I think I that's mean, apparently lovely. that's presidents can do. Why? Yeah, I think that's an appropriate hair. decision Absolutely. for what an older man should do with his hair obviously sure. we've seen in our yeah. current president what's not an appropriate, appropriate. choice yeah, <laughs> totally. which is another reason why it's crazy to criticize ocasio cortez's hair when we've got the king yeah. of crazy and probably expensive hair right I in know. the office right now yes and it's like everyone's so shocked that a haircut costs that much i'm shocked too yeah well, every sucks. time i go it's bullshit yeah it sucks it was saying in the article they were like the cut was 80 dollars, right. and i was like Okay, that's actually good. That's normal, right? Yeah, that's really good. That's a dry bar blowout is 50. Yeah. So it's like you get the cut and the style. <laughs> that is an excellent hair job. <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's a very affordable hair job. But <laughs> But the best part of the story was that they sort of implied that she ought to have visited the Capitol barbershop, which is government subsidized. You know what socialists mm-hmm. love? Yeah. It's government subsidies. It's like, yeah. Je- we heard Jeff Sessions goes there. Oh, that was another He's thing. getting a handout. They were like, why don't you get the same haircut as Jeff yeah. Sessions? Jeff Sessions' haircut costs $20. And it's like, well, Jeff Sessions has no hair. Yeah. He's an old man. Right. So, like... Also, yeah, men's haircuts cost $20 and right. women's haircuts cost hundreds of dollars. Yes. It's fucked up. And women, especially it, women it politicians, are like, it's sad. We're still rewarded with social capital yeah. when we maintain a certain appearance. If they want to put an affordable hair salon in the Capitol to match whatever barbershop. I, I mean, first of all, I'm like, they have a barbershop in the Capitol. Yeah. But you know what I learned recently? That they only got a women's oh, restroom yeah. on the floor of the house in like 2011. It's that's stunning that's, that's crazy. so crazy so it's yeah. like they're obviously not going to get the hair salon no. until we're in the ground <laughs> like, yeah ocasio cortez will like be like yeah. living in on mars by the time they get yeah it'll be that. called the <laughs> hair jobs for house members <laughs> oh but so she had a cool response i'm just going to read what she she tweeted she mm-hmm. tweeted 40 million americans live in poverty under today's extreme inequality yet the right wing want you to blame democratic socialism for their own moral failings our policies like Medicare for all, advanced prosperity for working people. I didn't mean to read the boring one. The end of it where she says, they're just mad we look good doing it. Which is, <laughs> you know, very like, yep. look good AOC. And then, and then she, um, she pointed out like how much um, government money that Mike Pence has been using um, just like generally. And it amounts to like yeah. thousands of her hair And cuts. Trump like flying around on. Yeah. Also, what the fuck does his hair She's not cost? getting her haircut isn't being paid for by the taxpayers no, exactly, yeah. like she's paying for her haircut right 
Yeah. That was like when John Edwards got in trouble. It was because he used campaign money for his insanely expensive haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Bill Clinton also got a really expensive haircut that was paid for with taxpayer money. Mm -hmm. And that's a no-no. But she got just, it's a more expensive haircut she paid for by herself. Yes. Yeah. How expensive was John Edwards' haircut? I can't remember. I think it was like $200. Yeah. It might have been more. For a man's haircut, that is a lot. Yeah. That's like... That's like significantly more than he needs right. to be paying. Yeah. Also, he was having an affair while his right. wife well, had he cancer. Had, he so had to, <laughs> he had to maintain his appearance. Yeah, exactly. His for his mistress. Oh um, well, what's getting you through? Okay. Well, <laughs> where, do we I, start? where do we even begin? So, uh, as you guys know, Ellen, who I actually love has been in embroiled in controversy this week after she was seen at a Packers game with George W. Bush. They're giggling in the leather seats. They're having a nice rich person tete-a-tete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people got upset. Ellen responded and was like, I'm just friends with people who I don't believe in and that's or who like I don't disagree with and that's okay. And it's like, yeah, that's okay when that person didn't. Yeah. Start the Iraq war and stuff. Right, right. Like, well, you put it perfectly in the newsletter. You were like, Like, yeah, I can still love my kind of crazy conservative uncle, but he didn't start an illegal war. Yes, (laughs) uh, based on fake information where there were human rights abuses. And then we also started like uh, like a black ops like prison. And also he tried to make it so gay people couldn't be married. And like, like there's just a lot of reasons. Yeah, that was like the main thing is that she's a gay woman and he was actively against marriage like. Like, well, were they just seated next to each other? So she said on her show, she was like, we're friends. Yeah. So that was her. Because at first I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe they were just seated next to each other. And like with her being nice to somebody next to her. Like, I don't necessarily know that if I was seated next to George W. Bush at a baseball game that I would like go in on him. People (laughs) loved it when like. Wasn't he seated? He was him and Michelle have like a very like. Pally relationship, yeah. which like, of, the pictures are cute. George W. Cute. Bush. I'm also like, I don't want to rehabilitate George W. Right. Bush. I think that, and I think maybe that's part. Sorry to interrupt. I think yeah. that's maybe part of the reaction is that I think he sort of was on a path to rehabilitation because remember um, the inauguration. Yes. Afterwards, he was quoted as saying like that was some crazy shit. Yeah, and, and then he everyone's like, like, oh shit, George W. is the best, and he's just been painting, and also yeah. he's not like. I mean, it's funny to like think back at that time because that was like when I was like a little yeah. high school, like yeah, like yeah. fuck but Bush, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, like no blood for oil, yeah. Um, but, but like, it, it's it's funny to think back on that time and how crazy that actually was. Yeah. But it didn't. I I mean, it didn't seem as crazy because it did have this veneer of normal over it. Like they were yes. like. Like they looked like normal people doing normal government things. It's just underneath you're like, oh, my God, these people are crazy and they're conniving and like doing all these like really shady but nefarious things. And also like Dick Cheney shot someone in the face. (laughs) But I feel like Dick Cheney shooting someone in the face is like every day of Trump presidency is Dick Cheney shooting someone in the face. Yeah, for sure. But twice. But. I mean, pound for pound, as far as like human destruction that has been created, George W. Right Bush now, is way worse for than sure. Trump. Yeah. By many miles. And I hope he remains that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I actually don't want Trump to eclipse him yeah. on that at all. Yeah. So anyway, all of this was going on. And <laughs> <laughs> but my personal journey began yeah. when Jamila Jamil tweeted, 
yesterday. And I want to say up front that I have gone on a journey with this tweet that started with dragging and ended with praise. Terrific. So I like went through the whole thing. So anyway, Jamila Jamil, who's the actress on The Good Place. Uh, she's also like an anti-body shaming advocate. She's a very like yeah. activist. She gets person. a lot of praise for like really ripping into the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. She's like she's like an, a, a progressive activist celebrity lady yeah. figure, <laughs> right. and she's great on The Good Place. Yeah, which is also a great show. So she tweeted, oof, learning today about the full extent of Bush's heinous presidency. We weren't taught much about him at school. We just heard he was stupid. We were dealing with our own epic nightmare of a prime minister back then. What a monstrous leader. I now understand the rage. And when I first read this, I was like, I laughed at it. I was like, okay, number one, like, you can't say... Well, I was so concerned with what Tony Blair was doing because she right. grew up in the UK that I had no time for George right. W. Bush. I'm like, yeah, but like the whole Tony Blair is kind of like his one of his whole things, not his whole thing, but one of his big things yeah. was that he like went to Iraq and like you guys all yeah. went and right. like it was bad. We and, dragged like, we, you into war. We with lied us. to you yeah. and then you went to war and yeah. like people died and it was really like that. That was right. going on. And she was 23 at the end of the Bush presidency. Yes. And also, I think the line that made it made me like that made it seem really dumb to me was I now understand the rage because I'm like, well, you probably understood some of the rage before. Surely. That's that's a good point. Like like, just knowing that he was a Republican American president should clue you into some before marriage equality. Everybody knows that. You know, like. If you know that, you kind of know the main thing. There are a lot of other bad things about Bush and his presidency and things that were done and shady stuff. So it's like, of course, I don't expect a teenager in the United Kingdom to know about the 2000 election and like (laughs) about like the how the global the recession started because of whatever. Like, yeah, I get it. I don't expect a teenager to know that. But there was something about the wording of this tweet that really made me laugh. And I was like, why is Jamila Jamila saying this? But then, so she started responding to the dragging of yeah. her because she was getting dragged by people. She wasn't responding positively. No, and she was very pissed. And some of, I don't know, sometimes I think she can be like a little sanctimonious and like some of the responses were like a little like lady yeah. doth protest too much. But yeah, her central thesis, I by the end I was like, well... I have to agree with this, which is like, you got to let people learn things when they're going to learn them. And like, I do think it's insane for a 33 year old woman to be like, just getting around to some of this George Bush stuff. And my God, (laughs) (laughs) what the, have you guys, right. Y'all heard about this? Wait till she learns about the Holocaust. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was, I saw some very funny parody tweets. This, um, this comedian Taylor Guerin tweeted that was like, wow, just learning, (laughs) just now getting around to learning about the Salem witch trials (laughs) was more, concerned with horrors of the slave trade back then wow uh, <laughs> i love that i wow. now understand the rage oof. the oof at the beginning and the i now understand the rage at the end yeah. are yeah. i think what made the tweet seem absurd yes. and that maybe if it was worded differently then none of the dragging would have happened yeah but i do yeah. agree that it is better for jamila jamil to learn about George Bush now. Yeah. And for her to have never learned about George Bush at all. <laughs> I think that's true. And um, the ends justify the means. Yeah. yeah. It's also just like, 
don't don't tweet about it then. That is one of my things where I'm like, I, you don't have to tweet about. If the I have to you learn about know. something, or like when I sort of read a new perspective or realize that I had a gap. I don't. The first thing I do is not run to Twitter and admit yeah. that I had that gap. I just feel a, a, a fair amount of shame for not yeah. have having known. Yeah, and then just I pretend found I always knew that a pony is not a baby horse. It's like a different <laughs> type of horse. Yeah. I found that out like last year. You know what I? <laughs> <laughs> I had no. I was. I, I had no idea. The <laughs> gaps are so fun. I th- I thought narwhals were fantasy. I didn't know they were real animals. <laughs> I thought they were one hundred percent just fake unicorn. Yeah, dolphins. So sometimes you just sometimes you learn things late, you know. And Jamila Jamil found out about George W. Bush late. <laughs> yeah. She knew about the Iraq she War. Nor- she clarified yeah. that she did know about it, and I assume that. And apparently, according to her tweets, she had a very rough childhood where she was very sick. So yeah. it's like she was busy. I get not being yeah. I get not being 100 percent plugged into like the intricacies of American right. politics. Yeah. yeah, I had the flu that year. I don't yeah. know what happened. But yeah, the most fascinating thing about this story to me is just how like one one like Ellen next to George Bush can then just evolve into this just bring so many other people into just twitter is wild yeah oh because that's one element i forgot to say is that i guess jamil which were tweets i didn't see had tweeted being like it's okay for ellen to be friends with george w bush the inflammatory response yes because i think she's sort of a i'm not gonna say like anti-cancel culture person but she's like a rehabilitation let people learn let people people grow person which i would say I a try real, to live yeah. in that space. She has like a Karamo. Right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so she tweeted that. And then I guess she did whatever Google. Yeah. I just kept imagining her like George at her laptop being like, oh, my God. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, no. Or, or imagine <laughs> like she just for a while thought it was just one George Bush. <laughs> yes. She's clicking on the different like like yeah. the different Wikipedia links. And she clicks on like. So like Abu Ghraib one and she's like ah oh no <laughs> he just keeps going like oh no oh no and like clicking more and more and finding out more things and then yeah. like tweets this tweet. this whole thing might have been her most Tahani moment yet. it was it was a very yeah. Tahani moment for those of you who don't want that's her yeah. character she plays on the good place and it did have Tahani energy yeah yeah for sure I think the whole interaction had Tahani All energy beginning to end but yeah. ultimately Tahani is a hero Exa- yes so it's like we love Tahani I think you yeah you watch her learn. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Should we get into the real news of things that affect yeah. <laughs> our Jesus, lives and not just celebrities on Twitter? I know. <laughs> so we have like a few impeachment updates, but luckily it's not going to be like the whole time. Yeah, it's there's not. Some, there's been a lot, but like I feel like this week has been a little bit. There's been a little bit more oxygen. Yeah. Um, yes. Or, or easier that, to explain. Yes, too. I'm right. like, I feel like the past week it's been like, Okay, so the yes. past 20 years of Ukrainian history yeah. goes something like this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, and I'm just awful. like, awesome. I know. I need to have like a Carrie Matheson homeland situation by my desk. Like yes. with, the, with the stuff we're going to talk about today, there's like a new, you know, little web. And I'm like, I'm not ready. I don't have the one. This I know. One I know. It's like, yet. I'm still, I just figured out like Hunter Biden's I know. web that isn't really a web because that's a conspiracy theory right. and it's not true. But if you want to know about the web, there is a web. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Today's episode of the Betches Sub Podcast is brought to you by Fab Fit Fun. Guys, the 2019 Fall Fab Fit Fun box is on sale now. And let me tell you, I got this box and it's a great box. I got, I have been waiting for so long to get one of those towels for curly hair that like makes it 
makes your hair not frizzy. And this box has one of those towels in it and it like wraps around your head and then there's a little button and you like hook into the button so that I can dry my hair in the comfort of my home and my curls come out looking beautiful. They also have uh, gold eye masks, under eye masks. Me and my fiance used them. We had a, a bonding moment. He's never been so hydrated. I saw him, I saw him with fresh eyes because of his fresh eyes. <laughs> Uh, what else? Oh, and they have these sugar scrub things that I use. You know, I love, I, I, I'm a bath girl. Love to take a bath, scrubbing, watching episodes of Downton Abbey in the bath. It's great. And I got it all in the Fab Fit Fun box. Fab Fit Fun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products. Speaking of which, I just forgot that my FabFitFun box had a mini yoga mat in it, which you guys know I love yoga, and a cheese board, a beautiful cheese board for when I have guests over to my home. They really, really have everything. And these boxes sell out fast, so you're going to want to sign up for yours today. I've done a lot of boxes, and I got to say, the FabFitFun box, it's truly un matched. As I just said, they give you a cheese board. When was I going to get a beautiful cheese board? Me? The owner of a beautiful cheese board. Can we believe it? FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but the value is over $200. Fun fact, I once gave a FabFitFun subscription to my sister, and it was like I gave her a month's worth of amazing gifts instead of just one gift. And now she really owes me because I don't think she's ever actually done a gift as good as that one for me. Okay, I'll talk about that with her at another time. If you want to get your FabFitFun box, use code BetchesSup for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. That's www.FabFitFun.com. And use the promo code BetchesSup to get $10 off your first box. Enjoy it. Okay, okay let's get into it. Yeah. So since we last talked, I think the last time we talked oh, was obviously Monday. And yeah. then Tuesday, Gordon Sunland was supposed to testify. He's yes. the dude. He's the sketchy dude in the text. Yes. And we went through all the texts nice. on Monday. Yeah. So yeah, Gordon Sondland is the one who's trying to like stand for Trump. Right. In I, the I, this guy like, because I write and think about this a lot and I'm like, I look, it's not a name. Like after like <laughs> 10 minutes, I'm like, no, man, that's not right. Whose name did you mix it? That's what? Yeah. It's just not a name. I do feel like I drop off at the end. I'm just like, Gordon Sunland. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just like, give up. Yeah. Right yeah. Oh, Gordo. So he's the guy that like seemed like he would probably have some dirt. He was yeah. the one that was like, when, P- when Bill Taylor said, it seems crazy that we're withholding their security. And it was like, call me. Yeah. And, Bill and, and like, he says, As we discussed on the phone, just call me. <laughs> And like, he sent he sent that last text was, that was like absolutely not. President Trump right. would never After withhold like aid. Would never withhold aid from anyone. President Trump is a great president. Yes. We love him. Please don't text me this anymore. Yeah. My favorite part <laughs> about this is that there are lots of incriminating things in the text. I know we already went over the text, but I was thinking about this. It it is incriminating in the one where Sondland replies to Bill, being like, "Whoa, this is bad." With "Call me," yes, people are like, "Oh," he said, "You could also just not say. You could just called him." You didn't yeah. have to text call me. <laughs> yeah. Like, you could you could call him. Right, right. Ugh. So that was the last time. So that guy was supposed to testify on Tuesday, like moments before uh, the White House blocked him. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't allowed to. Apparently he was kind of annoyed because he had flown from Brussels. 
for this. I was in Brussels. I, was in, I came from Brussels, Brussels for this. Shit. I came all the way from Brussels yeah. to do this. Um, so they blocked him, which was pretty terrifying because th- th- that's like people are bounding about this term constitutional crisis. Yeah. But it's like when people say we're not there yet, but it's like this is these are the branches of government. Like yeah. they have to. They hadn't subpoenaed him yet. But it's like as yeah. long as they're not helping Congress do their job, it's just kind of terrifying. But um, so that same later that day, they released a letter sort of explaining why they weren't going to cooperate, basically mm-hmm. saying. And there was a funny tweet I saw by Stuart Stevens that was like, this is like somebody saying they're just not going to do their breathalyzer when they get pulled over. Like, yeah. no, I'll have no part of it. Um, and they said that they're not going to really turn anything over until the House votes through a resolution. Yeah, and they're calling, you know, they're saying the inquiry is illegitimate. It's to, they want to overturn the 2016 election. Right. Da 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 da. Which um, is dumb because it's like if you're pulled out, it's Pence's president. It's not yeah. like it's not like oh, goes to Hillary now. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not a do ever, but. Trump's obsessed with the 2016 election. Obsessed. So like, and because he and knows the, he lost. Yeah, he knows that like it's actually is an illegitimate election right. so he robert Mueller has said everybody yeah, has said this every everyone knows Republicans have what said happened this. yeah but anyway so what's interesting to me i mean i'm not surprised that they did this yeah. because i've been waiting for them Why to be like they? oh we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna give you stuff that's been their whole thing for a long time the only time they ever were like we're gonna give you something they handed over the transcript right, that was the insanely worst incriminating and right. they it like really fucked them over so i'm not surprised that right. they've said like we're not gonna give you anything right um the interesting thing about like this vote they're trying to make it seem like that vote needs to happen for this to be legal but there's actually right. nothing in the constitution that says that has no. to happen yeah um when nixon and clinton were impeached the house but did do a resolution um, and the reason Trump wants them to do it is because it will take time. They have to draft a revol- resolution. It's time that they're focusing on this sort of like esoteric random thing instead of actually conducting the inquiry. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to do it because one, she doesn't have to. Right. <laughs> Two, uh, she doesn't want to make her people go on the record just yeah. yet. Which, or that's what I've heard people say. Yeah, I know. and But when... I'm super sympathetic to that argument and I was the whole time she was sort of holding back on impeachment yeah. even though I was ready for it. But my question about that is like if they pass articles of impeachment they're going to have to vote anyway. Yeah, that's my thing too. I'm kind of like I'm and like you should like, just pull an all-nighter write the stupid thing and then pass it and be like okay inquiry's back on right. bye bitch. It like, seems like a done deal that they're going to vote to impeach him. Yeah. Like they have enough evidence for obstruction they said last week like if you keep stonewalling us we'll consider that obstruction yeah and they didn't say this but they were like even if that's the only article of impeachment like that's yeah we'll that's one it. that we can do and the like, house yeah. is going to impeach him yes so that's why i don't really understand me too that yeah i was i was like what am i missing here um but also that resolution they could work into it allowing republicans to have subpoena power i also so during mm-hmm. presumably even the house test like testimonies they could invite you know, people to sort of like defend the president. Oh, but so Republicans could be like, actually, we're going to have. They did that in Nixon. Who was it? Uncle Grandpa yes, is going to exactly. come. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Grandpa is our stand in right. for like random person Republicans yeah. hired to like yeah. say shit. Totally. <laughs> so they'll be like, Uncle Grandpa actually says he saw Hillary's server yeah. in Ukraine he and he's it. here. He has a picture on his <laughs> he, iPhone, yeah, on his iPad. And he's like, well, he dropped his iPad on his way in. So unfortunately, right, of course. he can't. Uncle Grandpa. He's walking in there taking pictures. This is great. Yeah. He's. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I had seen some headlines after that. Like they're thinking maybe they'll just do it. Mm -hmm. But 
Yeah, I also wonder if Trump wants to make sure, like, force Republicans to be on record supporting yeah. him. Apparently, he's calling Mitch McConnell literally three times a day saying, like, make Good sure you're Lord. loyal to me. Lindsey Graham <laughs> wants to have Rudy Giuliani. It's just like, these are theories that are not, they have no... They have nothing. They I have do no love hearing that Mitch McConnell's in a hell of yeah, having Donald oh, Trump amazing. call him every three, <laughs> three times, times a, day. a day. Just like paranoid. Just like, Morning, noon, and you night. Still with me? You get a phone call from Donald Trump who's crazy, like yeah. cra- more and more crazy. Right. It's as always the day after goes like on. something super incriminating drops. Yeah. Like, you still with me, Mitch? Yeah. Mitch McConnell's like, it's like he's going to be like, I'm going to block this fucking number. Right, for sure. So, yeah, the letter is kind of, I read it last night and it's. It's sort of scary because I feel like it, it would be very effective for people that don't want to root for him in yeah. some way. There's a lot of references to it to like due process, blah, blah, blah. And like, I think they want people to forget that this isn't a criminal trial. Yeah. You don't have to convict him of a crime. They're trying to get people to think of it that way so that it's like, yeah, well, he clearly didn't commit a crime. What crime? Why? He also did. Well, what a lot of places have been saying, and I was actually just listening to this on the daily, is that they, the White House and now the Republicans' strategy around this, what they finally decided to do, is they're going to try to mirror the strategy for getting Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, confirmed. I, I didn't listen to that whole episode. Is that the one where they're talking where they're talking about um, Clara's and Thomas' dogs with the fucking oh. chickens? <laughs> Did you hear that there, part? No, oh. I have That's not heard one. that Never part. Um, but they're like they're trying to. They hired the same strategist yeah. who was like behind the Kavanaugh yeah. strategy to this. I'm not necessarily sure it's analogous because no. one, they were trying to keep in that instance. They were trying to make sure no Republicans defected in the Senate. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, that's not. The House is going to vote to impeach him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. then it, then it'll go to the Senate, obviously. But like, I don't know. I just don't think that it's actually as analogous as they think. Because right. now it's like also about public opinion and stuff. Yeah. And like, really, I mean, obviously politicians care about public opinion. But public opinion didn't really matter right. in the case of what was going to happen with Brett Kavanaugh. Like they just had to convince these senators, but now it's like if public opinion goes as it's going to more and more people wanting impeachment, like that's going to speak more volumes to these elected officials than any strategy. Yeah. Like, but I guess their strategy is to try to make public opinion in their favor. Right. I think they try to like, Use the culture wars to sort of like amplify yeah. every little thing. So they're going to be like, they, they're trying to nullify yes. the election, your election. They're trying to take it back. Yeah. They're all that stuff. It's really terrifying. But I mean, speaking of public opinion. Yes. Yesterday, Fo- a Fox News poll. Yes, a Fox News poll said mm-hmm. that 51% of Americans support impeachment and removal. This is the crazy. That's crazy. This, that's, this is the only poll I've seen that. I think it's the first poll that has found like support for impeachment and Removal. removal and it's over because most of them have been like 49 percent but right 51 for removal and this is very different from any ratings that nixon or clinton's impeachment yeah. ever had like for right. this far out this is crazy it is it is i i think for nixon it just took a lot of time for yeah. people and more stuff to come out kind of like it is now but maybe the pace of this is just like quickening so it's not just like 
Every couple days, there's a story yeah, in the paper. It's for like Nixon, every, several times a day, there are stories in the It was paper. like a slow burn, and then they found out, there was that hearing where they found out that there were tapes. Yeah, and he and wouldn't then, hand them over. And he right? wasn't handing them or over. And then, yeah, them. and like that moment right. was the thing. I feel like we've had that. I know, I, mean, I feel like we've had that moment a million times. With this, yeah. Like Bloody Sunday, where he like, uh, or yes. Saturday or something. Sa- where, Saturday Night Saturday, Massacre. Saturday yeah. Night Massacre. Bloody Sunday is a completely yeah. different thing from a different country <laughs> and a different time in history. Okay. <laughs> the Saturday the Massacre, Saturday, yeah. where he like fired a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we have that every couple of weeks. For sure. Yeah. Uh, 4% say he should be impeached, but not removed, which is funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> right she's just like no random. he can stay i just right. want him to know he did about yeah he did that right and then 40 percent say not impeached which i imagine is like republicans yeah so it's crazy go. what do you think is gonna happen i think the house is gonna impeach him yeah i think for sure i think i wonder if he's gonna resign i just feel like there's not enough opposition from senators yet yeah it's like guys just all get into like I I know it's naive, but I really can't believe this. Like, well, I also just are can't still defending figure him. out how long the inquiry would take. Ver- like yeah. like is this going to be happening at the same exact time as the election? I think that's also why Nancy doesn't want to hold a vote because it could take time, and like they want this done by the end of the year. And I think that's also why the end like, of this year. Yeah, they're like you don't turn anything over, we'll just impeach you for that. Like. And also, That's I think crazy because yeah. I'm just like how I, I just don't I have no That's concept of what's yeah. going to be going on. And like, is this I feel like they would want They've it had to be one going testimony on during the election. In almost three weeks now. I feel like they would want it to yeah. be going on during the election because then he's like every day dealing with an impeachment inquiry that right. the Democratic candidate is not dealing with. Yes. And if the Democratic candidate is not Joe Biden, yes. then it's like he's dealing with this inquiry that has nothing to fucking do right. with this other person at all. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. more and more likely because I just saw another poll. Real Clear Politics has Elizabeth Warren yeah. in the lead as the front runner for the first time ever. ever. So yeah. the race is changing. It is. Bernie it is. stays steady. Yeah. Like, we don't know. It's the Joe Biden thing is not a done deal. Yeah. Yeah. He just came out actually yesterday for the first time in favor of impeachment. Yeah. Which. Well, he's pissed. He's clearly. Pissed. Yeah. So, I, I mean, he made that speech. And then today that speech was basically his campaign ad. Like they're yeah. they're they're going for it. And I mean, it must have been a hard. I, I was kind of like, yeah. Oh, I guess he hasn't come out. But like. It means a lot more scrutiny on him yeah. and his son when this moves forward. Like, no matter what, it's like we already know that Lindsey Graham has invited Rudy Giuliani to come in and, like, spit off all his nonsense. Yeah. Um, I would really love... To, I can't. I hope that happens so I can see Kamala Harris, like, just I murder would, him. Wow, I had not even thought about the amazing. prospect of Kamala Harris asking Rudy Giuliani even a single question. And I was reading <laughs> that that's actually what they're considering. They're like, this could not work out. Yeah, <laughs> like, um... She wow yeah that would be I mean Kamala is one of the ones where I'm like I would love to see her ask Donald Trump questions I would love oh to God. see I want I know. any person that I'm angry with I would like to see Kamala Harris like yes. ask them questions yes. and like that would make me feel so good that's so good yeah I would love that yeah so he's having a bit of a campaign moment his campaign also wrote a letter to the new york times i think mm-hmm. today or late last night oh yeah this week the times published an op-ed written by conservative author peter schweitzer and it was filled with basically conspiracy theories about the ukraine claims mm-hmm. it 
I think the headline was what Hunter Biden did was legal and that's the problem. And then it sort of explained these things that I think the Bidens are still disputing happened yeah. at all. Um, and I, I don't I mean, I don't know that much about this dude, but apparently he's like a known. There was a really strong reaction to them publishing anything by him. Yeah. Um, so the campaign, which has also said, like, please stop having Rudy Giuliani on because he's just saying fake stuff. And once yes. people hear fake stuff. You can't you can't undo it. Like the people that want to believe yeah. you be like, well, no, that was a lie. Like and they have been doing head. polling that people who are only paying like casual attention to the news are not understanding right. that the Joe Biden stuff is unfounded. Yes. Oh, Even though I so feel like scary. news organizations are doing a pretty good job of being yeah. like, these are unfounded. They are. People are I mean, still yeah. believing it because the fucking president is saying it. Right. And to combat some, even though, obviously we think he's ridiculous, the people listening to this podcast think he's ridiculous. Not everyone does. Right. And if, like or not everyone is like, like cares about politics or whatever so if people hear like the president saying something from the fucking oval office yeah. like they're gonna be like well there's got to be some truth to that yeah. even though it's trump and even though his reputation is that he's a liar and all this stuff yeah. like i think he has a rally in minneapolis tonight right yes i think it's tonight something yeah, yeah or very soon right which he's also been in a fight with the, the mayor, mayor because yeah they have apparently paid none like they have reimbursed none of the this is, but this is the thing. People like him. Regular people like him because they're like, he's a businessman. He made him, he's self-made. He doesn't pay He doesn't pay his bills. He's not paying for any of these rallies. He's not paying for police officers to make overtime. Crazy. By working at these rallies. Like people need, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think every candidate, every Democratic candidate should have that, a campaign ad being yeah, like, did you know like, that did you know Trump that hates he, cops? Yeah, did you know that he didn't pay for this, 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 and this, and the police officers on duty right. like didn't get paid and they actually took money out of their pocket? Right, yeah. Like if blue lives really matter to you so right. much. Right, like, exactly. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so that, mm -hmm. I mean, also Biden's been like pointed out that, you know, people have criticized the media's response to Hillary in 2016. And because we thought it was like a done deal, mm -hmm. people were harsh on her and maybe gave too much oxygen to, you know, in the interest of being not neutral, but, you know, in the yeah. interest of being objective and giving everybody a platform. But like, if people are lying, yeah, like they, they can't be, they can't have that. For that sure. Opportunity. I mean, people legitimately believe that Hillary Clinton had a kill yes. list right. of people that and she I think once the Times murdered. Was like, True or false. Yeah. Like, well, Uncle Grandpa says that he's on the kill list and he's seen it. Uh, so there yeah. we go. And then today there was like another sort of crazy. I saw this pop on my phone and it was kind of scary because I was like, I don't even know the context for this. Yeah. Like what? So two men connected to Rudy Giuliani's Ukraine efforts were arrested and charged with violating campaign finance laws because they funneled foreign money into U.S. election. So both of these men are involved with Giuliani's efforts to dig up Joe Biden. One of them, their names are Igor Fruman and Lev Parnas. Mm -hmm. So Parnas was Giuliani's like fixer, which I that makes sense to me because I've watched a lot of TV. So I guess he like hooks him up. He hooked him up with like Ukrainian officials. Ah, he needed to talk to. I love how all these people the have fixers. I know. I want a fixer. I, I want a fixer. It's like it sounds just like a like a like a sketchy tour guide. I know. I'm like, what would I like? Because I'm not like really involved in scandals. So they would just right. like <laughs> they would just call you and be like, Elise is running late. But like, don't be mad. Right. <laughs> like, like yeah. um, right. Elise forgot to do this. She's on her right, way. Right. That's <laughs> like, I know if you need a fixer, yeah. I want to know more about. What yeah, you're, exactly. What you're up to. Like, what is going on? What are you messing up? Yeah. That you need fix that you have to employ someone to fix it. Yeah. 
So we have to wrap up with these officials and people that, you know, claim to have damaging information on people like Joe Biden. Um, those two also apparently personally donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to sort of U.S. elections through a Trump-allied super PAC. So basically what they're being charged for is spending a, a ton of their own money and also money that they got from like a Russian national into sort of various election efforts. One, this is my favorite. So they tried to curry favor with politicians to help them win licenses to open a little, a little weed business. Love that. Yeah. Um, so they used $2 million in Russian money, I believe, to donate to state and federal committees and sort of political mm-hmm. candidates, mainly in Nevada, hoping that if those candidates won, they'd help them get licenses for their marijuana. And now business. there's a vaping disease. Coincidence? <laughs> I, know. I think not. I know. And then as, since the story came out, there's like more and more about um, these two guys, like connections. Like though, so they're being charged with mm-hmm. like donating their own money to American elections. Apparently... They donated 2700 to Kevin McCarthy's campaign. Kevin McCarthy is the House Minority Leader, mm-hmm. leader who has obviously spoken out um, against the impeachment yeah. effort. And, like, foreign nationals are not allowed to donate to campaigns no. at all. Like, I, I remember I was hearing, like, the FEC chair, I think on Pod Save America, talking about a case where, like, a Canadian donated, like, a couple hundred yeah. bucks to somebody and handed out some flyers, and it was, like, a really big fucking deal and, like, went to the Supreme Court because it's, like... Right. You, yes. You, we, no one who is not an American citizen is supposed to be... Right. ...helping donate or doing Elect that kind of shit leaders. with yeah. the elections. Yeah, yeah. This They're also connected to this um, former... A member of the House named Pete Sessions. Um, I oh, guess they I remember with him. him. I remember him. I guess they. I've been hearing his name a lot lately. They worked with him to sort of throw out Maria Yovanovitch. That poor lady. She's supposed to testify tomorrow. Let's. But she's yeah. also a State Department employee. So I believe if if the State Department directs her not to appear, as they have. With as they did Sondland. with Sondland, then I guess she she doesn't show up. Um, yeah, I'm like I can't tell. I mean, that's their whole thing now is that they're like, no, we're not doing it. We're just right. not going to appear. It's like it reminds me of one time I went back and I, I visited my college to, for, for an improv thing <laughs> and uh, I saw a party getting busted mm. and like the cops knocked on the door and then this like frat bro came out and the officer was like, you're having a party like you have to let me in. And he was like, actually, officer, I don't have to let you in because <laughs> yeah. um, you like by my legal rights, like <laughs> I'm actually a pre-law student. Yeah. And um, unless you have the proper documentation and the cops were like fucking move and like yeah. went in. But, totally. but it reminds me of like that same but, oh, attitude. Yeah. It's just like, oh, actually, actually, officer. Yeah. Uh, I know my rights. Right. <laughs> it's, it's unreal. Well, that's the thing with like, Okay, if they pass a resolution, like you're still not gonna, you're not gonna show up. Yeah, I don't believe that. That they're like, oh, just no, do this, just do this right, and we will be there. They're no. gonna, they're that's gonna, that's their strategy is yeah. to like delay, hold it up, not give them things, have it have to go to the Supreme Court right. as to whether of whether or not they need to appear. You yeah. know, right. like that. That's what they are counting on doing is just throwing a wrench in the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be hearing more about this. I think this is this is I think it's a little bit hard to contextualize right now. Mm-hmm. But these these two dudes that have just been arrested seem to be connected to like a lot of Republican lawmakers and connected to getting that that ambassador. Ooh, out. And it's a whole new it. web. It's a whole new web. Juicy. A new yeah. web. 
awesome. So should we move on to one more? One thing? more thing. Yes. So uh, we, yeah, we haven't talked. We haven't talked about the presidential race for a while. I know. So much has been going on. Yeah, I saw Kamala Harris on the news yesterday. I was like, hey, girl. Um. So we should talk about this thing that's been going on with Elizabeth Warren. Yes. Um. So Elizabeth Warren and her supporters this week are. It, they're on the defense, yeah. which I think is notable because Elizabeth Warren has not had to go on the defense a lot yeah. in this like right. campaign I the cycle. The thing was just the DNA test. But yeah, the D, obviously that's like the big ding against her. But yeah. now that she has kind of gotten to this front runner status, that's when the attacks start coming in and that's part of this game. So yeah. basically, they're defending her against this claim that she has been lying or rep- misrepresenting a story that she tells about being fired because she got pregnant. Yeah. Um, so on the campaign trail frequently, Warren shares this experience of getting pregnant at 22. Crazy. I had no idea. Crazy. It's I mean, crazy obviously idea. not crazy at that time. Yeah, but it was crazy 1971. It just seems like, because, yeah. you know, like if Elizabeth Warren seems like, you know, my friend right now that like is just has so much going yeah. on. She's. You don't think about it. Yeah. Lily and James Potter were 21 when they died. Wow. That's which is crazy. Nuts. I know. Wow. I know. Very young. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there was a war on and, very young. and they were graduated. Yeah. So <laughs> and wizards become adults at 17. So. <laughs> okay. So she talks about getting pregnant and being let go when she was six months pregnant. And she kind of uses this story to talk about it as this pivotal moment in her life. Uh, After losing her teaching job, she would then go to law school and eventually go to Harvard and become the head of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and the Senate and all the good things that we know about Elizabeth Warren. So uh, in her book, she says about this, uh, by the end of the school year, I was pretty obviously pregnant. The principal did what I think a lot of principals did back then. Wish me good luck. Didn't ask me back for the next school year and hired someone else for the job. So after... I mean, she's been making this claim for a long time, but now this conservative publisher, the Washington Free Beacon, published this report countering the claims and saying the outlet uh, surfaced a copy of minutes from a Board of Education meeting in April 1971 showing a unanimous vote to extend Warren's teaching contract. And then she left two months later. So they're basically trying to make this out to be a huge like like she's lying. She's making right. up that she was fired for being pregnant. And um, I don't think she has ever said in her words that she was fired. She just was not no. asked. The job wasn't there for her. Yeah. Which I think is we'll talk about this. But I think that's how it worked back then. Yeah, exactly. Like they weren't like, well, prego, get out right. of here. Yeah. Have some diapers. Yeah. <laughs> like what? So anyway, but this doesn't even actually contradict her story because in the board minutes when this took place Warren would have been about four months pregnant and she said that she had actually hid her pregnancy up until that point so they voted to extend her contract before they knew that she was pregnant yeah Uh, and then two months later when you know it's you're visibly pregnant at six months she was told that the job that she was going to was uh, was supposed to get was actually going to someone else. Yeah, and she responded to this on Monday saying, all I know is I was 22 years old, I was six months pregnant, and the job that I had been promised for the next year was going to someone else. The principal said they were going to hire someone else for my job. And I think that, I believe that. Yeah, so now, but now like the attack is basically like, 
well, we can't find any evidence that you were, quote unquote, fired for being pregnant, which is like, one, that's not it's, how this stuff works. That's almost the point it's of the her same, sharing the story. Yeah, it's the same as like the sexual harassment conversation. You where file it's a police like, report. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, you, well, he didn't like, you, you don't have like proof or whatever, or he didn't do something so overtly sexual. And yeah. it's like, no, it's like sexual comments. It's weird vibes. It's touching your shoulders when he shouldn't be fucking touching you. Like, yeah. it's like, like people... I think especially men on the right don't recognize that a lot of these things actually happen in subtle and non-explicit ways. Yeah. Like I know my mom talked about when she was pregnant, I think with either me or my sister, her boss straight up was like, so what's the deal? Are you going to come back yeah. or like, are you actually going to? And she said like she had two other male colleagues at the same position as her whose wives were also pregnant and they did yeah. not get brought into the office to have a talk that's like, I need to know right now if you're going to come back after your maternity right. leave because yeah. blah, blah, blah. Because this would have been after pregnancy discrimination had been passed. Right. So it was like he couldn't fire her for right. being pregnant. Yeah. Or, or dismiss her, yeah. like, for reasons related to her pregnancy. But she got a fucking hard time about it at yeah. work. And people, like, made comments to her and were, like, uh, like, just, like, everyone would constantly be hounding her about, like, are you taking the full maternity leave? When are you going to come back? You're not going to want to come back. Yeah. Like, people telling her, like, mm, you're not going to want to come back to work. Right. With Ugh. the implication being, like, if you do want to come back to work, what's wrong with you? You right. didn't want to stay yeah. with your or baby. Or we're going to proceed as if you are not coming back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I, I, yeah, I think that's the point of her story. I, I don't, is that she felt she was either explicitly told, which I think is true, like, this job is no longer here and there just was no meeting with minutes for that like yeah and the point is like and a lot of people after this came out just responded saying like even though this is now outlawed it still happens in lots of subtle ways like yeah if you're six months pregnant and you're looking for a new job or you get recruited yeah exactly and then people described like going on an interview after they'd been recruited because i know a lot of women were at the age where people are starting to have babies and they're like i'm not super happy at my job right now but like I don't think now is the time. Like they don't even consider yeah. the fact that they could get a new opportunity at this time where they they might be out for a little bit. Oh yeah, if you're interviewing for a job visibly pregnant, it. good luck good to luck. you. You're not going to get like it. that sucks, but yeah, they're right. they're this not going to hire you because they're basically making this investment in you which is why there needs to be mandatory yes. maternity leave for men and yes. women so that companies do not see women as more expensive especially yes. like young women who might be having families as more expensive they're equally expensive because both the man and the woman yeah i mean leave. a lot of maternity leaves are based on the idea that the woman is injured and yeah and can't work yeah it's like the law yeah that's so interesting like the maternity leave like the way we think about it and the way it's done is like as if you were taking sick leave yeah as if right and which also implies that everybody who becomes a parent does so through giving birth to their yes. child yeah yeah like i mean there's so much yeah. to go and, into and there's it. i mean it's like you see this in in, in like other countries that do have really great um, parental leave programs but sort of the negative effect is that you know people expect women to take them mm -hmm. so they invest less in women's opportunities and what has improved that in some like northern european countries is making men do it too so like yeah you know i can i understand capitalism i understand how an employer would be like 
it's a liability or it's like yeah it's, a risk. It's, it's more expensive money, but it should cost money to have any employee who decides to start a family yeah exactly it should be like genderless right it's right. just like oh you're that. starting a new family this is the leave that you get yeah. for new baby yeah like, regardless we, of right. your gender who or do you want to promote frank or lucy and it's like well if lucy's pregnant but frank's wife is pregnant it, it should, should be, be the, the same. same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, honestly, what I took from this story is that Liz is fully in the game now. Yeah, Like, totally. people, the gloves are off. People aren't afraid to come for her. Yeah. And we're going to have to see a whole new phase of her campaign because right now she's been able to run this really disciplined, really good on-message campaign where she, like, she just kills it at every debate. But, like... Once right. you... St- like, she's in, like, the Thunderdome now. Yeah. And but, we're going right. to have to see how she, like, deals with this kind of stuff which i think she's dealt with well so far and this isn't the type of thing that would like i mean if if the people that wanted to sabotage her were smart they would bring up something or dig for something like none of her opponents are gonna i would be shocked if they brought this up like you lied about being on the left like i I have seen a lot of bernie people on twitter really going after her and digging up old interviews saying that she's lying about this yeah she's starting to get attacked from the left a lot more now which is like okay it's gonna happen bernie's a little vulnerable with his health yeah exactly i think i think that she has like got into an equal footing and in some places surpassed Bernie. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, yeah, so his people are going to do the attacks from the left because they don't want her to win. They want fucking Bernie to win. So that's happening. And then I think stuff like this, that'll come when, if it's her versus yeah, Trump. Yeah, for sure. That, totally. like, oh my God, yeah. yeah, I don't think these attacks Pocahontas will... Pocahontas lied yeah. about being pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. yeah, fake, pregnant, Pocahontas. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that whole thing. It's going to be devastating. Uh, though I do see some of the attacks on the left are about the Native American stuff, which yeah. I get. Mm-hmm. It was not smart no. for her it to do that. It was a mistake. It was a big mistake, and it was... It got, I think it belies more, like, dumb white lady brain about yeah, what it actually right, means right, right. to be ethnic. Like, I think it's like, I'm, I also think I'm 100 thousandth turkey. She was learning that lesson with millions of people. Yeah. Right. That's how I personally view it. If yeah. someone is Native American and doesn't view it that way, right. oh, mad respect to that. Yeah. I just personally was like, this is like dumb white and lady she, brain. And she like had an actual earnest apology. Whether it was adequate enough for people. Or yeah. Like, That's not up for me to decide. But she was like, I was yeah. wrong and I've learned. Releasing the DNA test was very dumb. Yes. Releasing the DNA <laughs> test. I just, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm yeah. won 1,000th Cherokee. It's yeah. like girlfriend now. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I don't think that'll come. The next debate is next week. Yes. And we are actually going to record a That's special right. co- podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next week we don't have a podcast on Monday. Yeah, because of, we're observing indigenous people's day yes columbus day uh so no podcast but on wednesday we will have a post debate debrief podcast you'll get one podcast next week but it'll come to you on wednesday so you'll get it a little early we'll go into every all the craziness that's happened yeah do you think they're gonna i'm really worried they're just gonna talk about impeachment the whole time I really hope that they. I don't, don't think they will. I think they know better. Because, like, what is there to debate about that? There's all the candidates. I'm sure, like, we'll talk about it. But like, all the candidates agree. There's no conversation. Well, Tulsi, to be had. Tulsi has not. I, I bet oh. people will go after Tulsi. Is Tulsi she back is on? In it. Yeah, there's twelve people. Right, it's there's her twelve people. And this Tom time. Steyer, and also Tom Steyer started as like the impeachment guy. Right, and he I have did, one of his impeach shirts. Yeah, really, he did donate, and so he got a lot of criticism when he decided to run. Like, why don't you spend this money? And it's like kind of like. 
Oh, it kind of sucks that right when you said like, all right, it looks like this isn't going to happen. And he just jumps in the race. Yeah. And then he did donate um, almost three million dollars this week to like impeachment, pro impeachment groups. I don't really know. What I don't they know do. what that means. That, yeah, I don't like, know what that wh- means where either. does that money go? I don't know. Maybe just to like lobby lawmakers yeah. or something. And also to AOC's if, if, haircut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, <laughs> we keeps, have. it keeps the barbershop going. Yeah. Um, and also, if that's all they talk about, Trump will just say like they can't even talk about governing. They're just talking yeah, about Yeah, I just me. don't understand what. Number one, donating money to impeachment means or what that money would do. Right. And number two, I'm just like, stop trying to join. If you weren't in, if you weren't in, why are, you, why are we bringing people back? Why right. are we adding new people? I, know. I, I don't understand. I too, I wrote in our outline today. I was like, there's going to be 10 people. No, there's no. 12. It's one night though. Oh, I God. love, I will. I'm glad to have Tulsi's uh, look back on yeah. stage. She's yeah. a, like ethereal princess That'll be to good. me but why is she back I know. she's not gonna be the president she's not no tom steyer's not gonna be the president he's not gonna be the president we have to get a new president we have Let's no focus. there's no indication that anyone wants them to be the president <laughs> not. so why do we why yeah. are they taking up the time from the people who actually might be the president drives me crazy i'm mad I, it's funny <laughs> because i feel like when we first talked about we had like who thinks like do we think that everybody I yeah, think you were like I was the one who was yeah. like yeah everyone should be everyone should have their ideas heard but now it's like it's been a while I, I heard your the ideas first couple and I stand like for the first couple yeah yeah get everybody in there I but agree. if we're three debates in and you have not gained in the polls by yes. an a, even a tiny margin yeah get out like andrew yang's like he just doesn't have like a huge share but he's consistently he's, yes. gaining totally. every time he goes out there i'm like that guy's in the game yeah tulsi you didn't make it to the last one right tom steyer nobody <laughs> knows who who are you where did I you still come get him from mixed up with the starbucks CEO. yeah where'd he go yeah i'm mad i'm mad i don't yeah <laughs> this is the first time we're gonna see his face and we're like dude yeah what are you doing man all right. Well, I think that brings us to the end. Yeah. We'll yeah. Talk to you guys. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. We'll, we'll talk to you guys after the debate yeah, on Brian Wednesday. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe Love wherever it. you listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on the whole, the whole thing. Hear us anywhere. And guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Amanda Duberman. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.